Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's right. We brought Ira back. You know, industry secret. Probably going to replay the interview from earlier on in the show to close this show. But you know what? It's all moot. Talk for 20 minutes. So nice. Had to have it twice. So nice. And Ira Winderman, who's in Las Vegas, he's in a hotel room. He's like, you know what? How am I doing this again? So he joins us on WQM. Ira, thanks for doing it again. I knew you could have run the replay, so I was like, what do I do now? Just as I'm writing. Yeah, I would have had to. Can he make a deal? Yeah. I I, I, I would have had to come up with material instead, which, you know, I mean, you're like, you know. That, that, that seems like too much work. All right, so again, the trade for the audience just joining us. Uh, Danny G gave it in the update, but we'll give it again. The Oklahoma City Thunder have agreed to trade Russell Westbrook to the Houston Rockets for Chris Paul. First-round picks in 2024 and 2026. Pick swaps in 2021 and 2025. I won't poison the well, Ira, with my reaction. So immediately you see this. You've been waiting for notification. You told us earlier we might be waiting a month for this. So at least it only ended in a couple of hours. Uh, but uh, your immediate reaction upon seeing this. Um, that this shows, and it's funny because this has been one of our debates we've had on QAM for the past week, how all-in should a team go? And, and, and was what Toronto did for Kawhi Leonard this year the right move or not one championship and sort of the future up in the air now? This just shows this is a league living for the moment. I mean, when you look at the concentration in the top of the Western Conference with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George with the Clippers, with LeBron James and Anthony Davis with the Lakers, instead of stepping back after their frustrations in recent years with the Warriors, the Rockets said, hey, count us in two and go ahead and pick up all that money of Westbrook to pair him with Harden. Everyone is living in the moment. Like, I, I almost wonder, Chris, like, is this league about to stop and no one knows it so these draft picks never get paid off? Yeah, it's it's stunning to me the way that these teams, that three teams now, have totally mortgaged their future, um, and it's not it's it's a future as well where these players cannot be involved anymore. Russell Westbrook could be long gone. James Harden could be long gone. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George could be long gone by the time they owe these picks to Oklahoma City and by the time that the Lakers owe these picks to the, to, to the New Orleans Pelicans. And it's amazing to me how ready these teams are to risk it, especially Houston, when... At least the Clippers can say, we got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, we can win the title. We have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, we can win uh, with those guys, potentially the title. I don't think that Houston just got any closer to winning the title with the trade they, did, with, with the trade they just made. Yeah, it's... Uh, you know, it, it's just, I just don't know how to look at this situation right now, because one, I don't know what the chemistry is going to be with all the teams of the West and how that's going to play out also. I also, to step back to the other point, Chris, the whole thing with draft choices right now and the way the teams are loading up on them, and you talk about this a bunch also on a bunch of your shows, draft choices are such an unknown quantity that when you sign a free agent, when you trade for someone, you know who they are. 
So on one hand, I think everyone is praising Sam Presti, right, for this unbelievable hall of picks that he can own the draft. But what does that really mean, Chris? Uh, to me, it means that you have the armament to, to to do whatever you want, right? So if we're saying that teams are mortgaging their futures with draft picks in order to acquire these big, uh, these big uh, superstars, because ultimately they're the commodities that change the game, if you're Oklahoma City, and let's say right now you wanted to put together a super team, you probably could, just on the basis of, of you know giving away all these first-round picks they've acquired. They're not going to do that. But to me, the, the value of first-round picks is not even necessarily in the player. Although I will say, and this is the point that I made uh, you know, in, in the previous segment when people, when people right. were texting that about first-round picks, that ultimately if the Heat were going to pull off this trade and incorporate young players, they're all players they acquired via first-round picks. But at the same time, it is the commodity that ultimately nets you superstar players, and the more you have, the more likely you are to get a superstar player. Yeah, and, and I get that, and I get that their currency also. I mean, that's the thing is, it's almost not the player you draft for, it's just mm-hmm. something that someone else puts in their long-term war chest also. But you know what, I think this also shows something else, Chris, that's interesting. I think there are now teams that live in the moment in the NBA, knowing either because of their market size or their allure of their franchise, that they can always find a way back because there's something and then there's future teams that I don't know if they ever turn the future into the moment or not. Mm-hmm. That they just wind up sitting and flipping picks and going back and forth, and they may never be the now team, and you just keep saying to yourself, oh, they have a nice future. There were all those years Boston. Remember all those years Boston loaded up on all those picks? And it wasn't just Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. It was also the R.J. Hunters and the Rosiers. Mm-hmm. And my God, it seemed like every draft Boston had first-round picks. I mean, Gershon Yabaselli was just cut yesterday. He was another one of their first-round picks. I just wonder why some teams don't sit back and say, yeah, I can understand their collateral for something, but what do they actually turn into? And, and I think in this case, yeah, Sam Presti has a whole bunch of stuff. And I know what you're saying is that they're just like the way he got them. He can trade three first-round picks for this player and three first-round picks for that player. But what are the picks actually getting anyone? So mm-hmm. I understand people like you and others saying you have to have chips and assets to make a deal. But on the other hand, I look at the situation and say, doesn't someone need to do some sort of case study to what do these picks actually turn into? Mm -hmm. The the Garnett and Pierce trade was supposed to reinvent the Celtics. It didn't. Yes, the Philadelphia. I, I, I would. I would still argue that it did. I mean, they they reached the conference finals. They okay. you know won fifty games a year ago. Like those are successful seasons. All right. I guess. I guess I'm talking ultimate goal. Even sure. Philadelphia with Sam Hinkie and trust the process. I mean, they had a lot of bad picks in there mixed up. Also, obviously, they had enough prize, so they got Simmons and they got Embiid. But they still haven't gotten across the finish line yet, or in their case, even to the conference finals. So I just wonder in the end, and you're right, of course, all these players at one point were draft choices. But the years weed out the draft choices that didn't work, and then you're sort of left with the filet mignon that Mm -hmm. you're now trading by someone else wasting their time developing. That's what Pat Riley does. Then he swoops in and signs. Right, and and to me, the the frustration is that they haven't had the cap space to go and swoop in on those players. But you're right. I mean, ultimately, the goal is you get those finished articles. The one thing though that 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 does come as a benefit is if you do draft a player that is you know that you develop, you first off you can control their contract for basically seven years, and also you get them at a cheaper rate. But let, let let's get into the Miami angle of this here. So, sure. do you think based off of the haul that Oklahoma City ended up getting for 
Russell Westbrook that Miami could have ever reasonably competed to get this player? It, you know what? It just depends what they wanted. Now, mm-hmm. in the end, Chris Paul makes the exact same money per year as Russell Westbrook. So they are getting one year of salary cap relief four seasons from now. So clearly that wasn't a priority because we know without question they could have gotten cap relief from the Heat. Instead, they're willing to pay the price unless, of course, I mean, the one thing, Chris, you and I have learned from last Saturday and going forward, where does Chris Paul wind up? You know, maybe mm-hmm. there's part B, C, and D from this where they trade him for two players and then they flip to two players. Just like people said the Heat couldn't get rid of Hassan for $28 million, right? But they did. And they cut it in half their liability by flipping Mo, you know, Mo Harkless out and maybe even trading Myers Leonard soon. Mm-hmm. So we have to wait to see Part B. But clearly, Sam Presti wants to own the draft. That was priority number one. Or, I still believe, get prospects instead of those picks. Because I'm not so sure that a lot of the picks they got, the two picks they got from the Thunder, are mm-hmm. protected one through four. You've seen guys, you know what goes number five or even later. You know, then you're getting into the Frank Nidalinka kind of guys, the Emmanuel Moutier kind of guys. So I think if they could have gotten elite Heat prospects instead, I think they might have turned to the Heat. I think what this means is that it was not a coincidence the Heat signed Tyler Hero yesterday and put him off limits for 30 days. Not a coincidence that no one has been able to hear anything of the Heat ever offering Bam Adebayo anywhere. So I think at the end they said, let's take prospects in form of draft choices because clearly we're not getting the type of prospects we want in form of players from the Heat. But ultimately, we're joined here by Ira Winderman, again reacting to the news that Russell Westbrook will not be coming to the Miami Heat. He will be going to the Houston Rockets in exchange for two first-round picks and two first-round pick swaps. As you mentioned, Ira, the two first-round picks are protected in the top four, as is one of the swaps. The other is protected to the top 20. Um, now, in terms of but, – but, but ultimately, the, the, the reality is the Heat didn't get Russell Westbrook. Is that a right. failure of the Heat and ultimately disappointing to their fans that they didn't? What, what, what has your reaction you know, been? What, what, what has your reaction been on your Ask Iras about how the how, how the fan base actually feels about this? The fan base to me was eighty percent against. Really? Because, like you said in our previous uh, untapable segment, <laughs> that, that that Russell Westbrook's game does not. As a matter of fact, Russell Westbrook's game does not only really serve today's modern NBA, but here's the crazy thing, Chris. It might be the antithesis of the approach by the Rockets. All those mid-range shots he takes. The fact that he's not a three-point shooter. I mean, in many ways, you might have said Russell Westbrook was the last player that a Mike D'Antoni-style team, if they play that same style, would have wanted. I think Heat fans like the mix that Pat Riley has now. You can enjoy Jimmy Butler as your late-game go-to guy, you know, as opposed to Dwayne Wade last year. But they were enjoying Summer League with Tyler Hero. And they were enjoying Bam Adebayo making post-play fun after the experiment with Hassan Whiteside. And they were intrigued by Justice Winslow on the ball. So I think they get a little bit of both. They get a chance to possibly get to the second round of the playoffs. They get a chance to see a team develop a little bit also. And they get to see a cold-blooded end-of-game guy. No offense to the aging Dwayne Wade. No offense to the neophyte Josh Richardson, who at the end of games, you and I know where the ball's going, and yet there's still a pretty good confidence level that something good is going to happen. 
Uh, I, I just want to say on behalf of the sports talk industry, I am uh, very thankful for Russell Westbrook and, and this whole situation basically filling our week. But uh, it has now come to an end. Again, Russell Westbrook is off uh, to Houston. Um, in terms of what's next, though, I think uh, some, some people have tweeted me, uh, w- wanted me to ask you about Brad Beal and and that potentially be the next guy who hits yeah. pre-agency and the next guy that might be asking out with a, with a specific destination in mind. Um, d- do you think that the Heat have lost an opportunity here that they're not going to have again in terms of trading for one of these no, superstars I, I that will become available? Lesson, I, I think the one lesson to this, Chris, is these opportunities always come around. And it might come in 2021 free agency, which the Heat now will have, you know, Buku bucks for. And it'll come to the next disgruntled player who doesn't want to wait to free agency, who wants to be somewhere else. Look, you had Paul George years on his contract, still forces his way out. You have Russell Westbrook, years on his contract, still forces his way out. Pat Riley will continue to scour for distressed property because that's what he does now. That's what he's always done. I would not expect that to change. I, I agree. And, and that, for me, is the perfect way to phrase it, distressed assets, distressed property, th- things that could potentially add to your team that you get at a cut rate. And I, I think that Russell Westbrook, look, I was never a fan of it. I was never right. of the mind that you wanted to do this trade. But ultimately, if it was available at such a cut rate, I'm not going to get too mad at you know at, at Pat Riley if he could pull it off for you know the expiring of Dragic, James Johnson, and Derek Jones. Like I, you just you can't get mad at that if you're a Heat fan getting a player of, of Russell Westbrook's pedigree. But um, but I, I think the, the cut rate is an important part of that. And ultimately, in the end, I'm surprised. Now, part of it is this isn't just a Russell Westbrook trade to Houston. It is also a Chris Paul salary dump to Oklahoma City because although uh, Russell Westbrook's contract is a year longer and arguably worse, um, Chris Paul is a far worse player, I would say, at this point. Uh, and so th- that that is another major part of this is that Oklahoma City is also taking on a burden in exchange for this, which I don't think he, Miami was ever offering. Yeah, and the other part of it is who are they flipping Chris Paul to? In other words, are there two semi-attractive $13 million contracts out there. I mean, here's the scary part. Yes, there are, by the name of Dion Waiters and James Johnson. So in theory, I mean, God, you need a longer show tonight, Chris, to continue here. (laughs) But yeah, in theory, he can now trade Dion Waiters and James Johnson, who only have two years left for Chris Paul. God help us. Your thoughts on that? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I guess it's not that. So if, if the trade was Johnson, Olenek, and, uh, and, and Dion Waiters, that probably matches right. up on salary with Chris Paul. And it basically, and you, probably, you probably wouldn't even have to put that much in there. So yeah, right. you could do something like that also. But, but there also, could... but you, you can't imagine that, uh, Oklahoma city wants to take on money. Although I guess they can flip these guys. But shorter money. But again, you're sure. talking two years money versus three years money. Yeah. So let's see this. They've shaved one year off of, of Westbrook with this trade. They would shave another year off of Chris Paul with the kind of trade we just made. Those guys all have two years left. So they would have gotten out of half of Westbrook's money and gotten draft choices. It's amazing. I, I, I just went to the trade machine to try and put this into the trade machine, and they already have Chris Paul on the Thunder. The, 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 the fine folks at ESPN are already working quickly. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the, the, the thing with Chris Paul's contract is that it's on the same path in terms of raises as Westbrook's is, right? He, they're actually they on, they're they actually on dollar for dollar the exact same money, which is $38,506,482. But, uh, again, that's, that's for Pat Riley to decide if he wants to do that. But in the end, doesn't end up with Russell Westbrook, and, uh, and that is the news that has just come in courtesy of Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN and it's since been confirmed by a variety of 
of sources. Ira Winderman joining us for a second time on the program from Las Vegas. Very much appreciate the time, sir. I'll be on with Pharrell at the top of the hour. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Appreciate it, Ira. That's Ira Winterman joining us here on WQAM. On with Pharrell at the top of the hour. That is amazing. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.